You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Espear. You guys know I'm obsessed with Bravo. I'm obsessed with Van Pump Rules. I'm obsessed with Summer House. So I have a cast member from Summer House, but she's also a journalist, and her name is Christina Gibson. Christina Gibson reporting live. And I am I am sitting next to you, so I can sit with you, I guess, on this podcast. You can sit with me. I'm obsessed that you just said reporting live. You're just known for this. I guess so, yeah. It's kind of funny how that became like a thing. Why did they make it into such a thing? I'm not sure. I think that maybe because I have a job that lends itself to like saying what it is, but like nobody was ever like publicist Lindsay Hubbard. So exactly. I don't know. Maybe maybe because they thought I talked a lot. And but that's a good thing. That's where the money is. It can in be. your industry. It can be for sure. We'll talk about Summer House in just a little bit because I completely, completely disagreed with the way they treated you on the show. Yeah. Me too. They fucking suck. <laughs> there's some definite assholes in that cast. There's there's a couple nice ones, but there's definitely some really terrible people. I mean, what's new? This is Bravo this TV. This is Bravo, you they know. They literally auditioned <laughs> for America's Biggest Asshole. Yeah. I guess I never really looked at it the way I look at it now. Like mm-hmm. being involved in it, you see it a lot differently than when for you're sure. just watching it at home on the couch. Yeah. Because it's actually like affecting your life uh-huh. whereas you know when you're just watching the shows you don't realize like exactly the formula of how bravo shows work like yeah you're basically paid to like fight with each other and like they definitely put you into situations where they want a reaction from you so like if you're not getting along with somebody they'll make you ride in the cab with them to wherever you're going or if you're having an issue with somebody they'll make you go to lunch with them or something when you really don't want to they can't make you do anything but they'll put you in a situation where they get a reaction or they're trying to provoke something from you. Yeah, they know shit will happen. Yeah. So before we get into more detail about Summer House, I want to talk about Coachella. Yes. I'm I'm just super bitter about the whole thing in general because it's annoying. It kind of is. The posts on social media make me want to throw up in my mouth. I've retired from Coachella. I turned 34 today. Like, I'm never going to Coachella. Happy birthday! <laughs> Thank you. I'm never going to Coachella again. But when I was 24 and I lived in LA, like, yeah. Coachella was fucking amazing. We uh-huh. used to drive out the day of, pull up. You could buy a day pass at the field. It wasn't the, like, crazy thing that it's turned into today like there wasn't all these events and branded things right it's not social media obsessed yeah we didn't have instagram back when i was going like we had facebook so maybe we would like post an album or something but yeah instagram didn't exist back when i was 24 so it was different because now it's like you have to buy the three-day pass and it's like super expensive and it sells out really quick and like yeah you know like kaya gerber's going what she's like 16 like I, I don't want to go hang out with that. I it can't compete with that. It the fun out of it as well. It's also really hot and dusty and you have to walk really far. And, you know, like it was fun for like five years in my 20s, but I don't ever want to go back. But I would right. say if you've never gone, it's something to see. Like maybe go weekend two. I think weekend two is a little bit more chill. I've never been. I've never been attracted to the idea of being in a place that is so hot you're like i'm a bit claustrophobic i don't like being amongst like huge crowds 
And people don't give a shit about the music. Like, if I go to a music festival, I want to hear some good music. I heard Beyonce was amazing. Yes. And also, we're going to talk about your article because, you know, all the makeup secrets. I want some makeup secrets. Okay. But I just think that it's too social media obsessed and if you're going to do something that's social media obsessed don't do it where everything's made for you to look sweaty and ugly and disgusting and you don't feel comfortable in your outfit that's true i mean people have like crazy crazy outfits and somehow like everybody on instagram still looks super hot and like perfect in the desert like nobody looks sweaty but like you know they are really sweaty like there's a lot of facetune happening on those photos (laughs) i mean guilty of using facetune here hello same but (laughs) but i don't use it to be a pretend festival person who looks amazing I actually use it to like whiten my teeth because I'm addicted to coffee, but I do the same that in common, but I just feel, I don't know. I'm just pissed off about the whole Coachella thing because I actually know that some, especially bloggers will have an outfit that they have just for the photo, but then they like literally just change into sweatpants and like comfortable outfits just to go watch the show. Really? So it's all, it's all, are they getting paid to wear that outfit or are they just like doing it to look cool or some, yeah, some people get paid. Some people do it to look cool. Like I have friends of mine who will go and do, this is my outfit for Instagram. And then let's just wear something casual and comfortable for the actual concert. Wow, man, times have changed. Hashtag desperado. (laughs) That is the, for me, the peak of desperation. I feel like the next wave of social media is going to be like not putting anything on Instagram. Like you're in a trip that's so cool that like you're not going to Instagram it because you're like with people who don't want to be on social media or like, I don't know, maybe that'll be the next thing where like not posting something is cool. Yeah. And I feel like you're right. We're kind of leading towards that direction because now Instagram is themed. So it's not real life shit. It's like I have this theme, but then on my story, you see the real shit. So you're actually, a you know, OG on Instagram. You post like real life shit. I'm like annoying and have a theme. What's your theme? My theme is like pastel-y, very colorful. I wear a lot of pink. It's it's really annoying if you think about it, but I just I just feel the LA pressure. Yeah, I get it. I used to live here for five years, but like I said, Instagram wasn't really a thing back then, so it's changed quite a bit. Like I don't have a theme on mine. I probably should, but I don't know what my theme would be. It's, it's it changes day it's to day. <laughs> it's more of a headache than anything. What was the thing like when you lived in LA? What was the thing that you felt was the most like pressure for you? Because me being in LA, I feel social media pressure. Like for jobs, for journalism jobs, hosting jobs, I feel like if I don't, I feel sometimes insecure because I don't have enough following, and that like plays a big role into like you getting a job. What was the thing that was? the struggle being in LA and being like a journalist, a host and stuff. I think the biggest struggle was working all the red carpets. And I know that sounds like so petty and stupid, but like, honestly, you guys only see one side of it. Like you see like the flashbulbs and the celebrity walking and they do one quote with you. And like, it looks super fun and glam. And glam it yeah. is not like, sometimes you're standing there for hours in the cold. Nobody's coming. Nobody's talking to you. And then maybe at the end of the night, the big star comes and like, they talk to one outlet and you've stood there all night and you're freezing cold in your heels trying to look cute on like a reporter's salary and nobody talks to you and you get nothing out of it yeah so honestly like covering red carpets got super old for me that's kind of why I moved to New York I was just like 
I don't really want to do red carpet stuff anymore. That's exactly why I started this podcast. Yeah. I really got caught up in the whole red carpet thing where I like always had a new outfit and like it's not glamorous. Like sometimes you're cool, sometimes you're really hot and your makeup like melts on yeah. your face. And you're next, you're talking to someone who's been prepped by five different people that they spent like literally three hours on this celebrity and you're next to them on camera. Yeah. And you're like, shit like why can't i have that it's it's a lot of pressure like i remember talking to people and someone be like your eyelash is coming off yeah and i'd be like uh, yeah well you know what i don't have three people i know sorry i don't have my glam squad <laughs> i don't I have my that yet and a lot of the times when you go to a carpet you've been running from another carpet to this one so you may be like changed in your car like i don't know it is really a struggle i 100 percent. this is why i'm here doing my podcast just <laughs> And PJs, yeah. chilling. I know. And, and you know, when you're doing on camera too, you always have to worry about what you look like. And like some days I just don't want to worry about, is my makeup good? Is my outfit cute? Like sometimes you just want to like roll out in your sweats and a ponytail and a baseball cap. And if you're going to be doing on camera stuff, like you can't really do that. So 100%. honestly, like my goal is not really like on camera stuff anymore because it's just too much work to look good all the time. Like, and it's like, who has time we, for that? Can we tell it how it is? It's shit pay. Yeah, it is. Like you get paid better for being a producer and a writer. 100%. And it's less effort. Well, the pay is really bad, I feel like, in jobs like that because everybody wants to do them. So they're like, fine, if you don't want to do it for $200, we'll get a 21-year-old who just graduated college who will do it for like 100 or 50 Or for free. Yeah, now. for free just to get it on the reel. There's not a lot of money in journalism, you guys. Sorry. No, it's not glam. And also, with all these desperados in LA just wanting camera time, you're not going to get paid that much. Yeah. You know what? It sucks. I just feel like I'm crushing dreams out there. I'm making it sound horrible. But but. this is why I'm podcasting because I want to tell the truth. Like, I want you to tell the listeners a little bit about Beyonce's makeup look at Coachella because I love makeup and I want to know the tips. Yeah, so Beyonce looked amazing at Coachella and you could see like her glitter eye from so far away. So I did a story for Allure and spoke to her makeup artist, this guy, Sir John. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. And he gave me all the secrets about like how he did her look. So he actually used two different color glitters on her eye and thereby mm-hmm. Lemonhead LA. I think they're like a brand brands. based out here. Awesome. And um, he used like a copper and a purple and combined them. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got like that super shine. Mm-hmm. So they're not that expensive. You can get them online and they come in this like gel that really holds. Okay. So it's not like a loose glitter. It's like a glitter gel and that shit sticks. And it will survive the heat. Yeah. 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 Awesome. And then he also mentioned a really cool tip. So like obviously it's super hot and sweaty in the desert. And he was talking about blotting papers and he's like, don't put powder on your face until you blot up the oil because otherwise you're just pushing oil back into your pores with powder. Yeah. And I was like, well, what blotting papers do you like? Thinking like he's going to say like a high end thing. And he's like, do you know what I like? Actually, like rolling papers from the bodega. He's like, they're like 99 cents. And he's like, they work the same as like $18 like Mac ones or NARS ones for the most part. So like he uses like deli rolling papers to blot Beyonce's shine. So I'm like, that's amazing because you can pick them up anywhere. It's so cheap. Yeah. And if it's good enough for Beyonce, it's good enough for me. I love that you featured an actual makeup artist and not a beauty blogger because you don't get the look by buying a $100 palette. Right. You get the look by having like a professional makeup artist who is there to like make sure that you look flawless. Like one product is not going to change your life. Like as a former beauty editor, like I think that the only product that will change your life is skincare and that's Mm. what you should invest in but there is no makeup product that will change your life unless you get someone like this makeup artist to do it for you okay i will say like concealer is pretty legit like that can really make a difference 
It does. But it's not going to change your life, but it'll definitely like hide the damage from last night. A hundred percent. And also there's a few different ones. Like there's not one that you right, have to Right. Have. It's not one that only works. Exactly. I would just say in general, like concealer is kind of a game changer. It's a, it's definitely a must have. But there's like staple. cheap ones that work just as well as expensive ones. The one I'm wearing now, I mean, it's not really doing a good job because nothing can hide how tired I am. I'm <laughs> so fucking jet lagged, but it's drugstore. I want to get into some of the reality TV juice and gossip because that's my favorite thing to talk about. Oh, I have some obsessed okay so last night like i wasn't even thinking we would see anybody my friend was performing she was opening for another band at el ray theater okay so my friend and i who we we met through the girl who's performing actually mm-hmm. she's like oh tour's performing let's run over and see it right so we go over we catch like the end of her act and then i see sheena from vanderpump rules walk in with like robbie from the bachelor and adam robbie hayes yeah and then adam from vanderpump rules adam came on this show oh he did yeah. okay cool so all three of them were there last night and i was like this is so la we're like at a random concert and like there's reality people here so are you friends with them like do you know them from because you know sheena she came to your summer house yeah i know sheena a little bit you know she came to our house for like a day and we filmed with her for a yeah. day but like i don't know her super well it's did not you watch like, vanderpump rules at some- yeah yeah i watched vanderpump rules we watched so monday's good. episode it's good how many people like have to learn that like Jax is just like never going to be a good person he's disgusting like every like when has he ever been a good person in the history of vanderpump rules like what okay not a good person good boyfriend good like, boyfriend he's never going to be somebody to date he's not going to ever change no and like how many girls have to waste their lives that is exactly i was i was doing a recap with my friend olivia today and that's exactly what we were saying um Jax is always going to be a fucking douche Brittany needs to go out with adam yeah I've had adam cut, cut her losses and run did you see the episode? They had sex and then he broke up with her. Yeah. I mean, bad. I know. I love how right after he broke up with her, he's like, you're mad. Like, what did you expect? She was going to be like, thanks for breaking up with me. I'll make you a sandwich. Like That's what? A great impression. I'm dead. Oh, my gosh. Um, do you ever listen to the Watch What Crappens podcast? Yes. Oh, my God. It's so good. You like Watch What Crappens? I love them. I'm okay. going out with Ben and Ronnie tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. You're so in the mix. You have to keep <laughs> me updated. You have to report live. Okay. Okay. Fierce. We'll do. I'm obsessed. 